All right, y'all. We are here. Welcome to the Blacklight Podcast. What's up, guys? Um, we're talking about festoon. <laughs> I don't know why they call it festoon lighting and not just Edison bulbs. Well, uh, Edison bulb is like a type of a light bulb. Festoon is like a lighting system. A lighting system? Like a string light? of si- <laughs> a, a, That? Just like... So Christmas lights are festoon lights? Possibly. I I don't know exactly what festoon lights are, but I do know that a Edison bulb is exactly that. It's just a bulb where a festoon light seems to be like a uh, lighting situation. I don't know, man. I feel like we have too many words like, in the I mean, world. I'll be honest. I never really heard the word festoon until tonight. But yeah. I, strangely enough, knew what it meant. Yeah. How did you know what it meant? I just figured based on like, Context that it would be the kind of like the lights like hang out for a little patio or something like that. No, it's, I don't know. Anyway, we'll come back to that, man. <laughs> uh, we're just gonna dive right in today. We're we're talking about elopements. Um, you you shoot a lot, a lot of elopements. I have shot a lot of elopements. Yeah. Do you like shooting them? Yeah, I do like it a lot. Here's my first question because okay. I'm just gonna interview about you about elopements. Uh. What constitutes an elopement? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I constitute an elopement as being really only the couple, just the couple, just um, the two of them. I mean, that, that's what I would. That's what I think it is. I feel like people have. I I flex it out in terms of my pricing to be up to like four or five guests that are present. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but in my mind, it's like. As soon as you start kind of getting to be more than just two people, it's kind of starting to already like remove itself from the context, in my opinion, personally. Yeah. Okay. So if someone, do you have, you said it has to be five people. Someone comes with six people or something or uh, 10 yeah, basically people. Basically it comes with six people. Like you can have, I think my pricing, I think the actual is you can have up to six witnesses slash guests. And after that, you have to pay more money or change some things around. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm reading the definition of elopement okay. just because we're talking about it. Okay. Right? Yeah. So this is off of Google, by the way. Oh, it's dictionary.com. Dictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> this is literally uh Mr. Mr. Dictionary himself wrote this. Yes. Um an act or instance of running off secretly as to be married. So in the elopements that you've shot, does it feel like a secret act? Like is it like this or is it just the thought of running off you know what i mean mm-hmm. are they running off or is it secret or is it just like i've only shot like one or two elements where it's been like very very hush hush until after everything happened um so i think a lot of people it's like we want to have a really meaningful wedding mm-hmm. and to want to just be the two of us so we can focus on our, on just us it adds most of what it is and then it and then i think it's been kind of commandeered by the industry as a whole to be like, you know, and think because yeah, where it just becomes a couple getting married with just them plus a few other friends, maybe. Yeah. Because I feel like the word elopement or the act of eloping used to have a negative connotation to it. Right. But now it's like, Ooh, it's cool. We eloped. Right. Right. Yeah. I think and, so. and it's like, there's nothing negative, especially in our industry. It's like, it's cool. You know, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, no, I think you're right. I wonder I wonder why that is. Why I are mean, people you know, the thing is, you fine know, with not having their families apart? Uh, or are the families there when you do most of yours? Sometimes. I would say maybe 
half the time they are and half the time they're not. Mm-hmm. What's interesting though is I feel like if someone comes up to me and says like, "Oh yeah, we eloped," I'm always like, "Interesting." <laughs> like if I'm, if I'm, you didn't elope. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, like if I meet somebody, oh. like a, like a couple, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we eloped," I'm always like. That's weird. I always think, think oh, like, really? not like the couples I work with. Like if I meet somebody like randomly and they tell me that they loved, I'm always like, interesting. I always, I still think when I say we loved, like, oh yeah, we like ran off and got married. Like I don't think like, oh, we had a really small wedding that we, that we planned for a year and a half for it to be just that two of us. I think, oh, you guys just like skedaddled and like did this thing in secret. Oh, when people come to you, they plan their thing for a year and oh, a half. Oh yeah, sometimes more than that, yeah. But they still plan an elopement. Oh yeah, Absolutely. Now, I don't want to get too personal with your clients, but do they – I would I would just assume that there are, like, maybe some family problems or something like that. Like, when you're with your clients, is it the norm that uh, that they have some sort of issue where they're like, listen, we're just – this is the two of us. Or, like, do they ha- do they talk well of their families? No, I, I don't know if I've ever had an elopement that I've shot where there's actually been, like, a problem that they are like, you know what, we thought it would just be easier for the two of us to just do this and not talk to our families about it. Um, I have never had that happen. But I guess if someone told me that they eloped, I would always assume that, that like, there's more to, that the, there's story. More to the story. Not just yeah. like, yeah, I want to have a really special wedding, the two of us. Because when I hear, when I, as an industry person, when someone comes and says, hey, we're planning an elopement, I think, oh, yeah, like, I know exactly what they're talking about. If I'm totally outside the context, if I'm talking to somebody that does not know that I photograph weddings and tell me that they eloped, I typically think of it, it usually has like a negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't usually think of it like, oh, like, that's really cool. You guys plan this really intimate thing. I'm like, oh, you guys snuck off and got married. I'm probably like, take some heat for this, but you know. Yeah. Hmm. Goodness uh, gracious. Hmm. Um, maybe we should take a quick break and I'll tell my roommates that we're uh, <laughs> 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 Alright, we're back. AD has told his roommates to <laughs> shut their pie holes. No, they were just hanging out upstairs. <laughs> uh, no, I was... Uh, so I think I would never, I think we're, I'm thinking of elopement in the terms of myself. Like, why would I ever elope? Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever would. You know, like, my mom would kill me if I got married and I didn't. So I guess maybe Blacklight listeners, what are some reasons that you elope or people yeah. elope? Wait, just get back to us. Just because I'm honestly just curious as like. Like, besides the photo part, I understand going out to the thing and making, like, really cool photos or, like, going to the woods and, like, you're, you're, you're really keen on imagery and maybe people can't travel and so you really want to go to a national park to celebrate your love and it's just less expensive and it's easier to, just for the two of you. I get that. Like, it's a cool thing. Or maybe it's this. Maybe it's that... Uh, the vow that you take is only between the two of you. And so you don't necessarily agree with the whole, uh, the show of weddings, obviously keeping it cheaper. But like, you know, I think in traditional ceremonies, you have people standing with you and all this, you know, there's a little bit more involved, but maybe with this, it's like, no, this is between the two of us and we want to document it and we want it to be very uh, insulated or like we want it to represent, even the imagery to represent that, just yeah. the two of us. And so I get that too, that it's not a spectacle thing. It's just like what we're promising each other. And so I, I could see that being kind of cool, maybe. And then on top of that, being like, hey, bring a photographer because it's also going to be bananas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely hit us up. I um, I don't know. I feel like I have a really – I do feel like 
because I don't really, I, I think my perception of elements is very storied in that it's very separate. Like, like I was mentioning earlier, I think my perception as a photographer is entirely different than that of my, of my perception as like a human being. Like if I hmm. photograph all aside, I think there is like a conundrum, I guess, of elements. Like in the industry, everything makes sense. Everything, it's like totally, that sounds rad. Let's do it. I actually, I love shooting elements and it's super fun to be a part of. Um, but I do feel like as a society, like when we say the word element outside of that context, it just definitely doesn't have a negative connotation. And I'm curious about like how either we change that or how we redefine what elements are. One well, thing, I feel like we're changing it, right? I think, oh, okay, I guess we are. But I think, I feel like I do feel this complexity around it where I feel like elements are like people are like trying to like out do each other sometimes oh like in the industry like i mean not just industry but like couples i feel like and i feel like there's a pressure to be a part of like the greatest and best like elopement or experience or whatever it is i think as a, definitely as a photographer there's a pressure to be like who can get the sickest dopest like craziest element out there mm-hmm. but i also feel like there's a couple like tension between like couples who seem like man like you're playing this crazy like thing where it's almost like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's so intense. And <laughs> sometimes it just feels like, yeah, like you're like, why is it so extreme? Like, why is it like so extra? I guess? Well, I, I for one don't mind extra just because I don't mind a wedding in the mountains or like listen our love is so big so we had to go to this place that represents the bigness or we love to travel so we had to travel to this really interesting place because that's who we are i don't mind that if that's what you mean yeah now i think there's a side to like like you know i don't know the the picture part of it the fact that we are also there like it's like oh like if it's just the two of you and you want it to be romantic, then there's just a, a guy or a girl just hanging out with a camera, just going click, 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 or you know. And so, yeah. and I'm sure there are very many cameras, very many um, elopements we don't um, we don't witness yeah, as photographers. Totally, and I think that's that's. I, for me I think too. that's pretty cool, actually. I think that there's like this, like it's like you're doing something for the sake of it because not because people are going to be watching or not because anyone's looking, but simply because you want to do it. And that to me is really meaningful. I, I think one thing I've like also kind of recognized with the Lomans is that there is a need to like really trust your photographer because yeah, you, I've spent many days with couples on their, on their, on their wedding day where it's just them and me and I'll have like wedding dinner with them. Like they'll invite oh, me really? to like come join us for dinner. Like it'd be like me and them too, which is super like, that's really meaningful to me. And I think like, wow, it's like crazy. You wouldn't want me to be part of that. Mm-hmm. But part of me is also like, don't you want this to yourself? Like, I I, wanna, I, yeah, I, like, not that I don't want to be present, but like, I also want you to feel like you don't, don't feel like you have to like include, you don't feel like you have to include me in this because it's going to be something really special yeah. to you too. Uh, would you, you wouldn't just like step away or like eat at another table or something or I think that's almost weirder. Really? Yeah. I don't think that's weird. I mean, I feel it's like their I, wedding. No, no, no. I, I, I feel like, if, well, I kind of think a couple things too. I think one, like they'll, they like every time that that happens is always like by invitation, like say, Hey, we would love if you'd join us for dinner. So I'm like, oh, okay. And sometimes logistically it makes, it's what makes sense because we're in one vehicle, like way out in the middle of nowhere. Um, sure, also, sure. If you're in the middle of nowhere, so that's that's one thing logistics. The second thing that was like, I do feel like if it's a small place and there's not that many tables, and like 
I saw them across the room and be like, hi. Like, give a little wave. Like, so good? Good? Okay, all right. All right, we're good. Yeah, okay. Still good? Oh, um, uh, good, good, good. Uh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Like, you know, little thumbs up across the room. Like, Yeah, well, okay. if you do that that awkwardly, then yes, it would be awkward if you actually do all this. Things. I, yeah, but I, I guess I feel that it's like I would I would enjoy my, my dinner and do my thing, and that's great. And uh, But I, I would feel bad like they'd feel like, oh, you should probably, like, he's sitting there by himself. I feel bad for him. Like, I want them to feel that way either. Uh, I hear you. I remember there was one time where my couple, we were riding up the gondola up to the top of Aspen Mountain, and they were like, hey, uh, do you want to ride with us? And in my mind, I just want to make neat photos. And mm-hmm. so I was like, yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we got in the gondola, and I made a neat photo, and it took me all of a minute, but yeah. it's a 15-minute gondola. <laughs> right? And it was like kind of a romantic moment. Like I, I wanted them to have it. Like I wanted them to yeah, just like – But you were stuck. But I was just like, okay, <laughs> all right. you know. And it was fine. It was – you know. But there was there was a moment where we weren't talking, and I was like kind of feeling nostalgic. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, I love my job. I'm mm-hmm. flying. I'm going up to the top of Aspen Mountain. And I'm, you know, with my couples. I'm doing the thing. I was really excited, and I felt nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And if I feel that way, I will usually share it. Like mm-hmm. I'll say that. And so I said it. It was just kind of I was having a moment when they were supposed to be having a moment. It was, <laughs> it was just really awkward. I was just like. <laughs> Oh man, I really love my job. And they were like, "Huh? Okay, cool, AD." Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, oh, okay. And it was fine. It was but it made me think maybe there are some times where I because we do even on regular weddings, we spend more time with our clients than anyone else. Totally. Well, and I I feel like up until this moment I've seemingly talked kind of negatively about elopements and I don't mean to, but I do feel like this tension um cuz I yeah, and I don't want to talk about I really do love elopements. They're really special to me, and I'm thankful I got to be part of a lot of them. But And I think that's what has stood up part to me is this essence of, one, I think when couples know what they want and they don't feel like the need to like include you just because like you, you know, there's, you'd be sitting by yourself or sure. doing nothing. And two, where it's like, it's like, you know what? We really want to include you in this. We want to like, kind of like, we want to go the distance of what it's going to take to make this what the experience it should be, which I think for me has been like, so there's been days I spent like multiple days with a couple shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really cool because like, you end up kind of like doing a bit of life together. And after like, after like kind of the first day, you kind of like break through like the any weirdness. Yeah, any or, weirdness. So yeah. it might be awkward. And, that's, and then it's like into something amazing, which is really, really awesome. Yeah, um, no, I get it. And I, I've had that too, where you just, you spend days, like if it's on a big trip or something and you feel like friends, mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, I'm not their friend, you know, like right. I, I think maybe I have that, like, I'm not. I'm here to do like, a job, yeah. I, even though we're cool and I love them and they're they're wonderful, I wonder if there's a thing that maybe we should, as the professional in the situation, know the time to hang out with them and the time to step back, yeah. you know, like... I, I mean, I think that's a great question. I really do feel like elopements have, because they have really blurred the industry across the board. I think we have people who, I mean, not photographers or think who are assuming, like based on what, what they hear, that you have to be like best friends with your clients and that you have to really jive with them and really connect and that you have to really make you know amazing, you have these amazing connections mm-hmm. and then you be friends. I think if other people were like, nah, you just make great photos. And I think, and I think to basically come from the, each person is coming from them both sides. Let's make great photos, but the way to do it is like one, you have to like really build trust and camaraderie and openness, and then people will like be like be themselves and you can capture like raw moments. And the other side's like you just show up and you make great stuff because that's your job. Like that's what you do. Yeah. And I think there's a tension that like, yeah, like should you be like besties with your clients? 
or is it okay to just show up and like go ham on stuff and like shoot banana stuff that's bananas? Um, and I think both are valid though. I don't think it's like, you know, I think that's up to the photographer. If the right. photographer wants to be every client's best friend, then they're just gonna have a lot of best friends, right. you know, like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of phone calls. Yeah. Right. But if, you know, just judge it. But I would imagine if it's an elopement and they value just, mm-hmm. you know, being the two of them and they're not inviting their own best friends, right? that there's a reason. And so, you know, at some point I'd be like, all right. I want to make sure you guys, I think about it too. Like I see my, my clients so much. There's got to be a point at which I step back mm-hmm. and say, Hey, it's uh, I want you guys to really enjoy your day. Right. You know, like I want them to enjoy their friends. And so oftentimes I, I don't do it when I'm going for like the photos of the two of them, but there, if there's any time that I can include their friends, no matter what it is, I'm constantly trying to include their friends if it's just a bridal portrait, mm-hmm. I want their friends with me because their friends know them. They can make them laugh. And so I, or whatever it is, I don't want to separate them because I, I want them to experience what they love, which mm-hmm. is their friends. And I'll, I can work amiss that. And so if it's, even if it's just, Oh, the bride's on the balcony and we're just making photos. I try to say, Hey Rachel or whoever come with me and come and hang out or help me with the dress or whatever it is. Yeah. And so, Anyway, this is a different off topic, but no, I think um, I think it's, I think it definitely ties into that. Yeah, I do feel and I felt that tension too. It's like I've been a, I've witnessed some ceremonies. I'm like, holy crap! Like I am the only person here. They like their best closest people aren't here, and I get to like witness this. Like, that's pretty freaking special. Like, it's pretty incredible that like they would trust me, or just yeah. yeah, let me just let me hang out. Um, what I think is. Yeah, that's one thing. Moving on to something a little bit different, but still tied in. I think one thing that's really interesting, though, is that there is a thing of really big popularity for shooting elopements, which is it's because they're fun. It's cool. You can usually go to some really cool places. It's a lot more like meaning, like it's basically just like extended portrait time and hangout time. Like it can be really like yeah, which is cool. But it's also a lot of work. <laughs> I think we don't talk about how much work it is. How do you mean? Well, I mean, I think like the days are by far longer. Like, my alumni days are typically way longer than my wedding days. Like, because, it's eight hours? Like, it's 12, 14, 16 hour days. How is that even possible? Well, it's because of, like, the way, the transit situation. Like, like Oh, because you're out Because you're out somewhere, yeah. like, remote. Like, you, if you're going from, like, point A to point B, like, it can be a long day of travel. Sure. And so I feel like that can, like, really add up. Um, that's one. And two, if you spend multiple days with people, you can be, like, literally, cl- like, you could be in 20, 30 hours with one couple, like, Good shooting goodness. stuff. If you shoot for, like, two days with them. Um, and you know, that's, I think we don't talk about that. That's crazy. You're delivering at the end of the day, like still a, as many images as you would from a wedding. Like thousand, like a hundred. I mean, probably like, like, what you, what I mean, you, like, probably 500? like 500, 600 photos. Yeah. Okay. And then, so I feel like I shot for 20 or 30 hours or, you know, if I'm shooting for 12 hours or right. whatever, I would deliver a thousand photos or something. Right. But, um, I guess, how do you work pricing? Is it the same for, is it just an hourly rate? You don't have to. No, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about like my, my model. At least. So I do, I don't charge as much for an element, but I don't definitely charge like a decent amount for an element. And I basically say, hey, include, so my element package would include four hours and it's the couple and up to six guests. And it has to be a Monday through Thursday. It has to be a weekday. Um, only wiggle room with that is if it's international and there's a way I can kind of figure out not weekend travel and whatnot. But like, 
Um, it has to be a weekday. Mm-hmm. And if they want to add on more hours, they can bump it up to like full day coverage, basically unlimited hours. And that costs like, that's not a cheap bump. There's that. And then there's also, if they want to add on more guests, they can add on more guests as well too. Basically they can have a smaller wedding on a weekday. Um, oh, uh, that'd be like up to like 40 guests. So, okay. Because I, I feel like I've, I've had, had a lot of couples time like, Hey, we're eloping. We're going to have like 20 people at our wedding. I'm like, that's not a limit. That's a wedding. Like that's a, and it's having 20 people at your wedding is, it's not the same, but it is also the same as having 80 people at your wedding because yeah. there's family photos, there's group photos, there's expectations placed on like what you need, like the things you have to get and things you that are. Yeah, okay. of course. Whereas like if you're not, like it's a little more, if it's just the couple, it's basically just creativity. So those elopements where there's 20 people, like with the dads to walk her down the aisle or things like that. Yeah. I mean, it's oh. basically just like a wedding at that point. What's the difference? I think people say elopement thinking like, hey, it's a really small thing. I think basically it's like, hey, it's a small oh, so affair. Yeah. So it's, the idea of what elopement is, the definition is now skewed. I think I think so. I think when you say elopement, it basically means like we're having a small wedding. Okay. And That's interesting. I mean, it could be just them, two of them, but it could also be like 20 people. Yeah. Um, but I've also had to like, I had to modify these things over, over the years because things, because I've had situations where um, things did not go according to what I was told. Like I would say, Hey, we're having a really small wedding. It's going to be like 20 guests, 25 guests. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the wedding and it's like 80 people. We're like, Oh yeah, it actually kind of grew because, so and you, then, yeah, you're and, pri- yeah. and even maybe it was a weekday, I give them like a, but like a little bit pricing, but then it's like, okay, well, you know, what's a little bit? And then, you know, kind of changed. And then by the end of the day, it's actual wedding. And that's yeah. why I actually had to put stipulations like, okay, it's this many guests, this, you know, it's this many hours. It has to be a weekday. Um, because I'm like, also, if you're eloping, it's just the two of you, you can be flexible in their timing. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter if it has to be a weekend or not. Um, right. Because like, I can, you know, people don't really have weddings with 120 guests on a Tuesday. Um, so you so won't shoot an elopement? On a weekend? No. Oh. I won't. Because like, because those, those are like prime real estate. And I, like, I also like, or, or I will, but they have to pay like full wedding prices. They have to pay, oh, okay, they have to pay okay. like the full price for wedding. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, Yeah. Hmm. I did shoot an elopement once. Actually, I've shot plenty of them. It happened, you know, probably do two or three a year, but it's, uh, they're normally just like two hours or so. It's like very short. And I shot one up in Vail. And I remember I was really worried that I was going to be late because my car broke down on the oh, way no. up there. <laughs> and, I, and I asked, uh, I had to get my buddy to come and pick me up. And I borrowed his car and another buddy. Uh, drove him home. It was it was very crazy, but I still got there on time, which was nice. Yeah. Um, but I remember it being nice. I was like, oh, that that one that I'm thinking because it was more. It was the one where we went into the mountains and it was all snowy and it was all you know, and um, but I missed like I missed not being. I miss having all the things to play with that yeah. a wedding gives you. Like, there's so many options of imagery. And so I was just like, oh, well, there's the two of them, and here we go. And right. I, I just missed the people and the flowers, and I just, you know. Yeah. And I still, I liked the simplicity of the imagery that I delivered, but it was, I remember thinking, oh, I like shooting weddings. I like shooting, I like having things to work yeah. with. But I remember, and this is good, for those that have not shot, or trying to get into this, this is going to sound horrible, but um, a couple years ago, I was shooting an element in Iceland, and it was one of many. Mm-hmm. And I remember like shooting on one one of the days. I'd been like I think I had five or six in my during my trip that I was there, and I remember thinking like 
this is kind of boring. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like this is kind of the same thing again and again. Like yeah. I, I had shot all those locations, like prior trips and whatnot. Like I'm like, I've shot all those locations before it's people and like a big landscape. And like, I'm thinking like, I want to, and then that like really pushed me to like shoot differently that, that wedding. And sure. I actually felt really certain about that. But I'm like, this is, yeah, like there's almost too much to play with. It's mm. like, it's on the, cause there's, there's no boundaries on it. It makes it, almost like I got to come up with like every, like you kind of think like, okay, because like at, at a wedding you have time to think, okay, like I do portraits for 15 minutes and I go shoot like bridal party or details or crap. And then you kind of shoot, you kind of break up the day. But it's like, I'm shooting portraits and it's a portrait and it's a portrait. And then you got to think like, how do I make, mix it up? Like how do I make things more interesting? And then for example, like an ice can be really wet and really rainy. They're wearing clothes. It's like, well, um, they might not want to sit on the ground so now I can only really use like standing images and imagery. So like that, sure. that also limits like if you're shooting with someone for like four hours, then like, okay, how do I make photos that are interesting with them only standing? Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. That's crazy. And so, I mean, let me, this, and this one was like, this is, I think a great breakdown. A couple of years ago, I shot this wedding in Iceland. Uh, the couple, we actually, this is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess Iceland's part of my, my thing. We Skyped when I was in Iceland <laughs> as a year before the actual wedding. I was you like, oh. Skyped while you were I in was Iceland? in Iceland shooting uh, another wedding and, uh, uh, and we Skyped. And then they're like, oh, okay, we're in Iceland. I'm like, oh, that's great. You know, I'm, I'm literally here. Um, and then their wedding was in Iceland. And so I flew out for that. And I'm trying to think, I got there. I met up with them the night before. We hung out. We got to, you know, just drove around a little bit, shot some photos. It was really fun. It was really cool to get to like, meet them in person. Uh, the wedding itself, like we, I got there pretty early, probably like eight o'clock or so. And then with the locations and where everything was at, we probably shot until, I'm trying to think. Um, we had, we had, they had friends and family there. It was a small, like 10, 12 people. Mm-hmm. We had, you know, portraits, we had ceremony, all this different stuff. And then we shot like with them and I probably got back to their place, probably close to like with all the driving, like 11 o'clock at night. Like I was probably with them for like wow. 15, 16 hours. And then we got back and like, they like have a drink with us. You like, they were smoking cigars, they like, have a cigar. So I like, really hanging out. out. I yeah. had like another hour, hour and a half with them, yeah. which is really cool. Cause with their friends and whatnot, it was, it felt really special, but I'm like, that, and then I had to drive back to where I was staying. And I was staying back in Reykjavik because there's another hour and a half drive. So like by the, all of a sudden done, like that day was 18, 19 hours long. And wow. that's like, I'm like, that's way more, t- that's way more time than I spend on a normal wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, normal wedding. It's like, I usually stay within an hour, hour and a half of like two, maybe two hours at the furthest of like the location. I shoot for eight hours and I drive back like longest. It's going to be including dra- travels and be like 12 hours. And this is like wow. 18, 19 hours. Right, that's interesting. So I do think there's, yeah, there's element. Um, yeah. I think thinking about pricing, I've only ever priced my weddings or my elopements at, at they're like, they're kind of like engagement shoots. Right. You know, I'm like, nah, I'm only there for a couple hours and I'll just do it as a, as a two hour engagement shoot. Right. But thinking about it, there is a little more care that goes with it. And yeah. so maybe I should, you know, make a package just for elopements. I just don't think about it. I'm just like, oh, I have my wedding prices mm-hmm. and that's about it. Well, my elopements in Colorado are always my most chill because those are ones I literally can like set like harder timelines around. So, okay, like, I, you, I'll be there for like three hours or two right. hours or four hours or however long it is. And then it's like, okay, like great. And I'm done. And I, I leave. Sure. Um, yeah. Because I drove in, you know, that's, so those, my ones in Colorado are always the most chill. It's the ones that I travel for that are usually the most work. Yeah. Do you also, uh, uh photograph proposals? I've never photographed a proposal. You've never photographed never. a proposal? Yeah. That's so crazy. I love photographing proposals. Yeah. I mean, I think I'd be interested in doing it. I've just never done it. It's like, so it's the, it's the, 
ro- the romance, it, the, the, the boy in me who loves romance and loves like giving flowers and all, you know, that's, I love. You are romantic, AD. No, but I love the, uh, the whole like, uh, like, so what's your plan? All right. All right. Now it's like the mysterious, the deceivious part. What is the word? Mischievous. Mischievous. Yeah. Mischievous. (laughs) The mischievous part of me likes to like hide and plan and like, okay, we're going to, all right. What what time are you getting there? All right. I'll be over here at this time. Let's look at the map online. (laughs) We pull up the map and like, all right, I'll do this. We'll do that. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I have a legit question based on a a proposal that I witnessed in the wild. In the wild. Um, Do you ever feel like ever like, what if this proposal, or like you hear someone to their planner, like this proposal sounds really underwhelming. Like it sounds like. (laughs) Like the words that that the guy's using. Literally anything, literally any of it, like whether it's in the moment or like before in the planning, you're like, this doesn't sound like something needs to be photographed. Yeah, you know, but it's big for them. I don't, I don't think of it that way because yeah, there are some that are just like there isn't a lot going on. You know, you're, they're just going to a park, and mm-hmm. I don't, I haven't shot some of those, but um, okay. Uh, let me let me spin your yarn based on my experience as a as uh, a woman in the wild. All right, Hills and I were in New York. Oh, back in uh, when you were there, we were all oh, okay. together. Yeah. Um, so we were at for anyone who doesn't isn't familiar with New York there's like uh, in Brooklyn there's like Brooklyn Heights and that like has these and there's Brooklyn Heights Park or Brooklyn yeah uh, New Yorkers know I'm butchering it but like Brooklyn Heights Park I think is what it is or the Brooklyn Park Brooklyn Bridge Park I don't know Um, I've never heard of that doesn't really matter Brooklyn Heights Park essentially it's along the coast uh, and basically there's amazing view of Manhattan and it's incredible there's like basketball courts and like ice skating and all kinds of crazy stuff and it's really really cool and Hillary loved loved the park and there's a lot of stuff for honor to do so we would go there and take her swinging and we'd swing her every night um so we're like in one of these little parks and like we're all you know playing in the park and it's getting to be like twilight or dusk and just this huge beautiful view of like manhattan and um you see this like guy like basically and you can basically it seems like oh he's he's playing proposal he's all dressed up he's kind of got i think he had like a photographer with him that's what he had a photographer yeah. and you kind of like oh he's planning this is like a proposal um and I was just thinking, like, man, this is it's kind of a bummer because like I think her girlfriends are probably like bringing her to the spot. Like he's literally not with her before it happens. Like it just kind of like a surprise. And then there's all these people around that you don't know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the view's pretty, but like I'm like, and again, this this where all it's all personal. It's like this is not how I would want to propose. Sure. Um. But it just kind of was like, and then you know, it was very underwhelming. It felt for me like this feels this like very. Uh, underwhelming and also like, and it's definitely like not how I would do it. Maybe that's, maybe that's more what is like not how I would do it, which is totally fine. Like it's you know it doesn't matter. It's, you know it's my opinion doesn't really matter. Yeah, um, but I, I mean, also feel like if I was if someone was playing something and they told me like here's my plan, I was like okay, that doesn't sound very exciting. <laughs> I think I'd be like, okay, Levi, how did you propose, man? It better be. Was it amazing? So, or you like was it in space? Okay, <laughs> Hills and I went to space and. um no, I mean, I'm not saying my proposal was amazing, but I'm just saying it, I would... If you're going to have a photographer, it needs to be wor- worth the Yeah, I guess if you're going to plan it, I feel like it's because it's like something that you're really planning out, really thoughtful. Um, and also I think for, for us, like our proposal was meaningful to us because of, because of like our story. And so if I had someone else there, I, I would have felt like it was contrived. Like I would have had to like exude a certain level of romance that was expected of me because... I would, it was an, I would have felt like I had to perform. Um, oh. That's how I would have felt. 
if yeah. someone if I had a photographer at our proposal. Sure. Which doesn't mean everyone else feels that way. And probably maybe no one, no one feels that way, but that's yeah. how I would feel. Um, and maybe I'm just like, man, am I just like the biggest bummer of all time? No, no, no. You're fine, man. I, I The last one that I did, it was up uh, in this fancy place. It took me like three hours to get there um, from my, you know, just from my house. But it was just like in the mountains, super fancy. And we were waiting, and I, I guess in my thought, I was, so I was hiding behind this thing up mm-hmm. on this, like, uh, I was up, like, at the highest point in this camp, I was in, like, I was tucked in a room inside of sort of like a telescope observatory, okay. uh, observatory kind of thing. It was, it's hard to explain, but whatever. I was up there, and I was hiding. Uh, and the plan was the guy was going to come up and at this outlook and they were going to propose. And so I was there and I was waiting and I was waiting for the guy to come up and propose. And he came up and I saw them. I was like, all right, I'm going to give them like two seconds before I sneak out because there's, once I pop out, there's no way they will not see me because there's no way for me to hide up here. Right. So I was just like waiting for them and, um, he and I saw them turn and start talking, and in my mind, you don't like take a knee for. In my mind, I've never proposed, and so you take the knee for like a minute because you're like yeah. pouring out your heart to this yeah. girl. But that's not how he did it. He like talked for like ten seconds, and he took his knee, and I think he was just like, you know, take a knee. Will you marry me? And stood back up, you know. And so I popped out right before like i got the shot but it was right before he so i almost missed it like i almost missed the whole like important part of the proposal which would have been a bummer uh to go all the way up there and hide and everything because we had done the whole nine yards um but i didn't miss it it was fine um but it was like like oh i my thoughts about how i would propose i'm putting them on to him and i would think but I would have this like long question and or just long thought out like listen this is how you affected my life and blah 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 you know and uh, this is why and and then will you marry me you know or something and I probably wouldn't say that that'd be boring will you marry me that's overplayed uh, but <laughs> you know what would you uh, what would you say what's your right, question depends AD? on the person see okay. depends on who I'm marrying it'd be mm-hmm. very different I have to cater it to the yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah anyway so. Uh, I do like I like shooting them. I just I think they're fun. You know, it's, it's like something different. I'm actually doing one in like two weeks. Dope. Yeah. And he he was like, where should I do it? Because he's not from here. He's from Texas. I was like, I got you, bro. <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I pretty much am planning out his proposal. Now every girl who listens <laughs> podcast who is in Texas is like, interesting gay or who has a dating someone seriously coming to Colorado. Uh, no, the, no one. Yeah, I'll tell you about it later. <laughs> They're not listening to the pod. I'm surprised. It's like, oh, have you seen my work online? It's very, very interesting. But they're nice. I, I like him. He's a cool guy. That's awesome. Cool kid. Um, um, I, I want to come back to the last thing about elopements. What's up? Um, and this is something I have been wrestling with, and I feel like it's very relevant to the podcast. Um, but to tell the story, I will I will go back to a, um, a elopement I shot early on in my career. Um, and I started shooting, yeah, I started shooting in 2012 or so, 2013, like that's when things started to really like take off. It was the year Hills and I got married. Um, I remember being in Minnesota and getting an inquiry like, Hey, we're planning this wedding in a moment. Would you want to come photograph it? And it's in Tanzania. 
in Africa. And I was like, ooh, dang. So I was like, you know I do. So I did. And it was, I won't say too much, but it was was mostly good. Um, And, you know, I I had it out there, took the photos, all that stuff like that. You know, like, and... um, but there was something about it that was like just a little bit off with the whole experience. Like they got married, like um, kind of like by this like Maasai chief thing, like out in the desert of the mm-hmm. Serengeti, um, and I, you know, and I was like, this is a little interesting, um, but I couldn't really put my finger on what it was. And then a couple of years later, um, Jonas Peterson shot a wedding in like Kenya. I think it was in Kenya on the border of of uh, Tanzania and like the national park. I think it was in the might have been in Masamara, actually. Um, and the dude got lit up online about cultural appropriation, mm. about having all these Maasai people in his photos. That, like, and they were like, yeah, like people are using, he's using like Maasai, like their props in the photograph like, and stuff like that. And, oh, and using them as props. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, the couple was like, they, I think she had grown up like in Africa. I read the story and stuff like that. Like, she had like, grown up in Africa. There was like a lot of, that couple had a lot of ties into um, like that region of the world. Mm-hmm. And like, there was like, you know, instead of, and, but one thing I do think is really interesting with, um, elopements is there's, I do feel like this, like there's this level of like epicness that gets, people are like, we want to go somewhere epic, we go somewhere amazing. And that's stuff, there's obviously there's beautiful things all over the world, but I, I do look at stuff and be like, man, at what point is there a bit of this kind of cultural appropriation that happens with elopements, but like take like, um, visiting, sacred land going to circuit sacred places going to like cultures and traditions that aren't yours to like to make vows um for just like the grandeur of it all and i look back to this element i shot in tanzania i was like oh i think that's what i felt a little off about i felt like you feel like they're using i don't i don't think no i don't think the couple by any means like it had any of that intention but i remember talking to the guy that ran um the whole like village thing so like this guy we had to take shot for like two or three days he drove us around everywhere he's the guy who ran this whole like camp and this place is like like fifteen hundred dollars a night in africa okay mm-hmm. it's like you know like this this is expensive it's not there's no one who's from tanzania unless you're incredibly wealthy this is for tourists for like wealthy people um and i was like oh tell me about the, who are the owners and like oh the owners like this european couple and i'm like okay like so this money isn't staying in africa and so there's these things about that too and i asked like don't you feel like there's this like tension of like um like and he's like, well, we pay the people really well here and stuff like that. So I just feel like, it, yeah. but from him, I got these, I got these negative, I got these vibes from him. I was like, Ooh, I don't really like this myself. Like this he doesn't, doesn't like it. I, I didn't like that. Oh, I got the vibes talking to him that he was kind of like, man, like it's just the way it is here. Yeah. I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't like that. Um, and yeah, and, but go, I don't think my couple intended that by any means of any kind, but I do feel like, I do feel like there is this tension, like, but unbeknown, like unbeknownst to people that there is like, at what point is it like bordering on the level of appropriation of I, a listen, culture system. But it's like, I think that there are, there's a line that you can cross. I think if you're traveling and you just want to have a wedding in, like if I was like, I'm going to have a wedding on the great wall of China, mm-hmm. you know, which I shot one there. Right. I I mean, and they definitely weren't doing, I mean, he, his parents live in China. Right. That's yeah. where he's from, you know, and she was from here and they went there to right, have the yeah. wedding. Now, what do I consider? But if they were both from here and they wanted to go there and have a wedding, would I consider that to be culture, cultural appropriation? Or is it negative? I don't think so. I think it's it's just beautiful. It's just really cool that they're, you know. Now, 
if they were exploiting the the Africans in you know in any way like the Maasai people or like I don't know about Jonas's wedding but like if he was like out there and was he using I remember the photos mm. oh the photos were cool those are cool oh they're yeah dope. the they're photos dope. were cool I remember them now they they were actually pretty bananas but I and he was using them as like a, a as like a backdrop for the photos in a way like or mm. for the like it's like the couple. And then, like, the people are off to right. the side or something. So it's it's wild. It's like, whoa, what the heck is this? But how, what's the relationship with the actual people? Like, did they, were they getting paid? Were they, did they know? Or what, what was the, do you, know, do you know any of that? I don't know any of that stuff. And from what I understand, like, from what I read, I think, I feel like there was a lot of, there was a lot of personal connections between the couple and. Just personal and, connection, not like, uh, like, they weren't attending the wedding. Um, I mean, if it's I, an elope, was it an elopement? I think there were families and stuff there. I think there were. From, I don't. I don't want to speak to the story because I don't. Because I, I don't fully yeah, know. Whatever. But like, yeah, all I'll say is like. But I guess even that stuff, it's like. I I not to say like, because I, I feel like if, if it does happen this way, I don't think it's anyone's inherent. No one's thinking like, ooh, I'm gonna go. Yeah. Or is it day. his fault? Is it Jonas's fault? He, he's just the photographer. Or is there something to him being the photographer? I feel like he didn't do it. Right. Exactly. You know? I'm just kind of like, whereas it's like. But I think also like being this level of like how important is it for us to be aware? Like for me going back and looking at that, so let me just go back. Let me just speak from my own experience. Sure, sure, sure. I think that's more important here. Because um, the wedding, this wedding in Tanzania that I shot, like um, they're, they had a sick ceremony. They a lot of the Maasai were there. You kind of this thing. But like I'm, they were there. And then like I'm sure they got, they paid to like have not, I mean, I don't think they like directly like, oh, they, they, the, 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 um, whatever hotel camp resort whatever put on this hey do you want to, like a wedding package and i'm sure they like organize it for them i don't think they knew what was hap- what would happen sure yeah but i feel like yeah that definitely feels like there was no connection it's just added on it's just like these people are like in the background of your photos more or less and i'm looking back I'm like i would not want to go back and photograph that same experience where with where i'm at now on this journey of like trying to like reconcile you know racial things and be really mindful of, like what i photograph um i think right now it'd be yeah. hard for me to go back and do that um I, yeah, no, context, listen, there's a, there's a, there is a line. I don't, it doesn't sound to me like your, your clients cross that line just because like your personal clients, mm-hmm. cause it sounds like maybe they were paid. Right. You know, it sounds like the, the people there who were in the background, it sounds like the resort paid them to do, yeah, you know, probably, yeah. and, and we, that is how it works. And we, our photography is a luxury. Like we, even the, the service that we offer is a luxury service. No one, if, even to have your wedding photographed, that's not a necess- necessity. Exactly, it's not, yeah. you know, like it's a, it's a thing that we offer to people of, of wealth who have, of means like it's, and we try to do it, you know, we're not out here charging a thousand dollars or, you know, if we're charging upwards of three or four or five grand, we're saying that we are for people who have means. Right. And that's just the, that's just what it is. And so, I I think maybe I'd land differently on this one. Um, like, I'm kind of like, no, like, if they, you know, I don't want someone to be exploited. Like, I wouldn't go into, like, uh, like, if it's, if the people in the, like, if it's just, like, they like the culture and it's interesting, I, 
You know, like what you know when people go to New Orleans and have New Orleans themes themed weddings, and they're not from New Orleans, and they have like a second line, and they do things, and they walk through the streets of New Orleans. It's it's technically cultural appropriation. I don't I don't care. I think it's fun. I'm yeah. like yeah, hooray! And so I don't the Maasai people. I imagine that they. They like their life, you know, like they, you know, I don't know that they, you know, if it was like poor Africans who were like, oh, these Africans are poor and they're destitute and they're like out here, you know, and they're, we're just, we're just using, we're just taking photos of them in the background, like, but, but the Maasai people have a beautiful culture. Mm -hmm. Like it's actually one of the landmarks of our time. Like people love seeing those photographs because it calls to a different part of humanity. So I don't see it as a negative thing. You know, especially if they're being paid, I'm like, no, that's cool. Like, if you're getting paid for that, like, and that's, and you really love that culture, then okay. Like, I don't, I don't see any line that they're necessarily crossing. There was a couple. This is for an actual wedding, Um, and so I knew the photographer who who photographed this wedding in South Africa. This is probably about uh, eight years ago, and in the wedding, uh, they wanted to do a colonial themed wedding. Right. Yikes. But you got to understand that means something else in South Africa versus here. But I think the couple, from what I heard from the photographers who photographed it, the couple just thought it was cool. Like they just wanted to do a themed wedding. They liked the style of that era. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, when they were doing it, they, in the photographs that were uh, condemned and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, the people who were sitting in those photographs were white, and the people who were serving them in like colonial whatever oh my gosh. were black. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it sounds like too it's, bad to be true. Yeah. Like it's like, nah, it didn't happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, that didn't happen. But it happened, and I saw the photographs. And, you know, and it's uh, uh, and and the the photographers got a lot of flack for it. Right. Not the couple. I mean, I'm sure the couple did too. I'm sure they just put it online. And because I think they they try to get it featured, I, I can't remember. <laughs> but this is this is a long time. This is like before yeah. everyone was so like, you know, about it yeah. and just like ready to pounce on anything. But still, it was people were pouncing on it. You know, it was. Yeah. And uh, and I I'm sure they 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 took it down. And uh, but I remember being like, yeah, they should have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Like they shouldn't have done that. That line, I think they crossed that line because yeah. they were just showing like it was just like an odd photo, like showing like slaves, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it was they didn't look like slaves. They were dressed, but it, it, it's just hard. It's, to, it's yeah. hard. It's hard to, I mean, whatever you're into is fine, but it's hard for me to imagine thinking like, you know, what sounds know. great. <laughs> let's, let's, let's have a colonial wedding in Africa. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. No, it sounds crazy now that I say it out loud. Yeah, I'm just into the time, the clothing of the period, uh, which I get. I mean, maybe the antebellum clothes. No, but I'm thinking of it from as an American. Sure. Whereas they're thinking of it maybe differently. It's just a period in time. Yeah. It is hard to think of it as like not a racist. I mean, it's move. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to. It, that's the thing. Is I guess for me, is like it's really hard for me even to think about separate that time from like what it meant as well. Yeah. No, you're right. Gosh. Yeah. But anyway, but yeah, uh, yeah that, it happened. And I, now I'm going to go Google those. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll be able to find it, but, uh, 
Yeah, no, it was I, pretty crazy. I guess it's like I'm not saying like my couple or any couple or whatever, any couple in particular is even doing that. I just think it's uh, that there's cultural appropriation inherent in a destination wedding necessary or an elopement or anything overseas. I just think that it is something that I think it's important to be mindful of. That as things grow and as people, you know this stuff happens, that it's I think it's really important that people think about these things. Is the biggest thing. It's like, and I, I think you know. Yeah, what? but you I, won't even know. Okay, like you're but, just like, yeah, I'll shoot the wedding in Tanzania. You get to Tanzania, that's and there's true. like, I guess I just no, no. I I think I noticed this here in the U.S. I noticed that I, I, there'll be a U.S. wedding, um, and there'll be like Native American like blessings, and that's where I'm like, okay. And I always like, I'm like, like they're they're talking in a Native American tongue, or no, just they're, like they're, they're like, using the the sage or what, even what that. You, what okay? But. Like, okay, like even like, but they're like they'll be like you know we want to thank our ancestors on this land and stuff like that and things, things like that. Where I'm like, uh, like spoiler alert, they're not your ancestors. <laughs> In fact, your ancestors probably killed them. Okay, uh, but that's uh, do, 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 you, do you not struggle with that? I don't struggle. With okay, it. that's that's okay. I just feel I don't like struggle that's... with it in the sense that like I don't. Most of the things that I'm probably that are me are probably from 50 different cultures. Like I am a, an amalgamation of every one I've ever, you know, I don't know what. No, it's, that's okay. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just, this is literally me speaking out loud. It's things fine. That, things just, that I've encountered at weddings, but like, huh, that, that is interesting. I'm just like, no people. I remember I was at a wedding and they were using like the sage to bless them. And I'm like, maybe they, maybe that's a thing. Man. I don't know why they're doing it, but maybe, I don't think that it's like, like okay, only, only Indi- Native Americans can do that. Excuse me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think. Oh, only Native Americans can say you know, or use sage blessings. I don't even know where that blessing came yeah, from. That's true. I, don't I have so. no idea. I don't know if it's Native. American. You know, and so I don't. I'm not so quick to be like, oh, you can't do that. But I think. I think I I agree with that because I don't really know. That. I think it's more of when I like because I've I think especially here in Colorado you get this often. It's people like thanking the land or like speaking like oh like this land that we've been inher- like inherited or th- things like that where it's just, like where it's like talking about the the land is being sacred because um, it is it's beautiful here and it is like it does feel sometimes very sacred in the mountains. But I that part I always I always find this times like this land is is sacred to people who feel like it's been stolen from them sometimes, depending on, you know, the tribe or the things are at. Right, that's where, right. That's where I feel like it's like, ooh, like, it's okay to love the land. It's okay to, like, be thankful for it, but... Yeah. Mm, I guess I... I don't... I, I'm just being honest. I just don't think of it as much as I probably should. You know, like, I don't think about... Like, I mean, I live here, and I, I'm... You know, and so... I'm the kind of, I'm just like, man, if I have an issue, I need to move, you know, like, or if I'm like, hey, you should have your land back, I need to actively help them. I, You know what I mean? I'm not, I don't know, like, and so I, I, I see that, I know, I think that it's true that, I think that it's true. I know the story of, you know, how America came to be, and it's horrible, <laughs> you know, I, you know, but I also still live here, and yeah. I'm also still an American, and I'm, and in odd ways, I, f- I feel like I'm a patriot, like, I'm like, I, you know, respect the, anyway, I respect the country, and all that stuff, but at the same time, I, I'm not, like, I don't, man, we can get into a lot of stuff right we now. We could, yeah, I'm like, yeah, right, I'm, I'm, like, like some stuff. I'm like, okay, where do I go with this, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, that's, uh, it's interesting at weddings because because we're 
we're running a business, and I, like I said, I think it's a luxury service, but there are times in which our, our political stances, or not just political, but our, yeah. our social, social stance and, yeah. or whatever, comes uh, into contact with that, and we some people decide to buck against it, and some people don't. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot going on right now in Colorado about, uh, well, not a lot going on. Apparently there was a, a guy who, well, he's a Christian guy, and he talked about homosexual weddings, he, or he said no to a wedding. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and, um, and people were like, oh, uh, and the, I think the couple said something, like, or put him on blast or something like that. And so people found out, and people were like, who is this couple? And so the guy's getting, like, all this hate mail and all this kind of stuff. So he wasn't able to, like, separate that from his from his work, which a lot of people, marriages are, as, weddings are, you know, a lot of people, in a lot of people's mind, uh, a Christian institution mm-hmm. or, like, a, or a sacred institution. And so I understand... I feel like I understand both sides. Like mm-hmm. I can understand this guy. I grew up Christian. So I get this Christian guy who's like, ah, I don't understand this. But I also, I've, I've photographed homosexual weddings. And so I understand that their love needs to be, at least from the ones that I've photographed, uh, there's a part of it that is true. Like it's like, it needs to be validated. I guess the guy said to me, he, or he said in his speech at, in, in their, at their wedding, he was like, I don't, when people are always asking me who my um, who my partner is, um, I don't want to say that he's my boyfriend or that he's my lover. I want to say that he's my husband. And I remember when I was shooting, and I was like, "Oh, dang, that's it's an interesting thing that that's why he wants to do mm-hmm. it because um, he feels that sort of love and he wants to announce it, which is mm-hmm. you know partly why people get married. And so um and so in that way his love was even stronger because he had to like fight for it like they were dating for like 15 years this couple anyway um i I'm, I'm not saying that to say like oh people have to take a certain stance and i understand there are like uh so many different views on it but i also understand the christian guy who who was brought up you know saying that this 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 was morally wrong and so he, he's against it or whatever and so i'm like oh man that's a hard that's a hard stance to take, dude, in the in an industry that's one in Colorado, you know, but in anyone who knows anything about Christian faith, you you you're supposed to stand up for the things that you believe in, you know, and so if he believes this, then he should stand up for it. And so it is a tough stance. Like I don't even know how I feel about the guy. Like I don't hate the guy, which a lot of people hate the guy, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's a really sad thing for him, you know. And for you know, a lot of people hate the guy. I know some big photographers. I think you told me one of the, maybe it wasn't you, but one of the bigger photographers who was Christian. He photographed a homosexual wedding, and he has like four hundred thousand followers, but he lost like a hundred and fifty thousand of them, or something like that. As soon as he did that, like one of those things where people and people were giving him all sorts of hate mail, and he had to like stand up for it. But and it's probably not even a stance that he feel so strongly about mm-hmm. he just you know he's just loving on his clients like right. I that's where I stand it's like I just love my clients you know if they want to get married you know I will show them love and that's mm-hmm. kind of how I deal with it you know but I didn't even mean to get into this but now <laughs> but now I'm well into <laughs> no, no, it we are here <laughs> we are into it <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a crazy thing. But it's actually, I mean, it's 
people are talking about it right now. Like yeah. that's like a lot of the I, a bride or a planner came on and was like, I will never have any uh, if anyone here feels this way or or poorly about gay people, then you'll you'll never work with me or something like that. Some, she said it in some group, and um, and then people were like starting to chime in. They're like, well. Uh, I support homosexual weddings and I support homosexual weddings. And a lot of people were chiming in. I was like, oh man, what an interesting phenomenon. Like that this stuff is being put on, like it's being put out there and there's a line in the sand and people mm-hmm. are like, well, you know, like this um, is who I am. And I'm like, oh. I mean, it's actually, you know, it's into that point. It's actually, it's like, remember at Arc when Ben, Ben Blood talked about this too. Because hey, I, yeah. I think we need to have like a certain, like a, an official, like, Models by the wrong term, but like an official like thing that can be distributed and shared to like, hey, like everyone needs to know, like, hey, like you know, I su- I'll shoot like gay weddings, um, so because that couples don't have to f- like wonder as, if whether or not you were, um, yeah, whether or not someone's like on their side or not. And so I feel like that was you know it is interesting that, like zeitgeist where it's like yeah like Ben Ben was talking about that on the podcast and like yeah we you know he's trying to word something and. Yeah, to have some sort of badge or like, like, oh, you are safe here, kind of thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is an interesting. I think you know that's a that would be that would be interesting. Or like, see, the thing is, I don't, and I'm just being fully honest. I don't know why I would. I wouldn't necessarily be so quick to put a badge on my website because I don't put a lot of. I just don't put a lot of stuff on my website like that at Mm -hmm. all. And so I, but they are safe with me. Like I will photograph anyone. I don't, I don't really discriminate, but I do. Hmm. Hmm. Let me actually think about this. Like, <laughs> like what if there was like a, a guy he, he was like, listen, dude, I don't like black people, but, <laughs> but uh, I want you to shoot my wedding cause I like your work. I would still shoot it. I would still shoot it. <laughs> I would totally photograph this one. Like, all right, dude, we're about to create some imagery. <laughs> let's let's do this. <laughs> I mean, like, I would not care. Oh my that, you know, I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm like, kind of like, like, what is like a better like, like ironic twist of the thing to be like that dude giving a black guy tons of money to yeah, shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like, yeah, like, oh, well, whatever. Cool. Like, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So, if Listen, you... don't talk to me, but you can take pictures. <laughs> and I'll give you a lot of money. <laughs> uh, I wish that happened. It's probably happened, actually. It's probably, I'm you sure know, it's like happened. The, the dad didn't know who, who they hired. Who'd you hire? Why am I going to a, a country accent? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we should uh, use a colonial accent instead. A colonial accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this uh, this episode wow, was we, supposed to be chill, and <laughs> now we're talking about everything. <laughs> everything. Um, uh, well, let us know what you think, because I'm actually really curious about this. I, I I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff. We've talked about cultural appropriation and elements, and and yeah, but people charging, pricing, you know, this factor of like, is it a good term? Is it a bad term? I feel like there's a there's a lot to happen here. I feel like man, like yeah. so much happening. The last hour. Yeah, get at, get at us. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, uh, speaking of uh, festoon lighting, because that's how we started this thing. <laughs> I, whoever asked that question, he's probably not still listening. to the <laughs> But someone sent in a question about that. Uh, and we're just going to real quick talk about what we um, 
how we light situations or how we color balance our color correct our photos yep. in situations where there are uh, let's say let's just talk about different lighting situations so like um, festoon lighting <laughs> which is like Edison bulbs or like when you're outside at a tented party or something yeah like on a patio like, you know, yeah like, do yeah. you dre- do you leave the dress white or do you leave it as your eye would see it um, that kind of thing. Um, and I, do you know what you would do? Lena? I would probably lean, not probably, I would definitely lean more warm to how your eye would see it. I want, how your eye would see yeah, it. I, yeah. I want things to look kind of like how they would actually look. Yeah. Um, I do feel like when you have like sparklers or that lighting and you kind of make it too, like that you make the dress white, I feel like it can sometimes be like too cold and green in the mm-hmm. exterior. That just doesn't feel right. But then again, I've also seen that stuff done really really well i think ultimately you just got to pick something and stick with it yeah i don't i think there's no right or wrong in this uh, which is unfortunate to the person asking the question but i also like to leave it closest to how it looked um but honestly like let's say you're shooting uh, let's say you're uh, shutter dragging with a flash during um during the exit with the sparklers when you're doing that you the dress will be white because you're washing out all of the ambient light that right. would what that the dress would have gathered you know you won't wash out the sparkler light itself but you'll and so i do that sometimes depending on how strong the lighting is yeah. and so when i'm doing that then i leave the dress you know like if if like the party's banging and everyone's having a good time and then it just makes sense for the exit to also be lit and to for me to have a flash then it'll be white and i would not color correct it in that case right to make it look i would just leave it like i lit it like a flash and then the sparklers are trailing or whatever now but if it's a soft exit and like every it's like more romantic then i like it i like it warm i i will take the i will keep it super warm in that situation keep it so warm you make it like 10 12,000 degrees in there okay i apologize everyone okay what ten anyway whatever the white the white balance like oh 10, sure 000, sure ten temperature yeah twelve thousand degrees yeah okay okay Mister White Balance over no here. you were sitting here talking about like you were like oh I'll keep it warm <laughs> that's the way you said it it was kind of like like what are you talking about dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so I think that was that's pretty much the question right? <laughs> yeah. um, this is the Black Light Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Wait, um, what's your name? I don't know what her name is. I'm Adonia Jaja. Oh, what's my name? And I'm also Levi T. Arena. <laughs> I'm Levi T. Arena. That's Adonia Jaja. This is the Black Light Podcast. Peace. Peace.